It's another horror movie draft here on Crossing State Lines. We're back. I'm alongside my uh, my co-host Dave. Dave, big news for you this week. You beat out your combined totals from the 70s and the 80s. You did come in second, but you got to 25%. That's big. Yeah, I'm on my way to 40%. Like I said, I've been testing you guys all along. Uh, I've been playing you guys. I've been slowly, incrementally increasing my percentage. Mm. And this week, I'm looking at a 40 to 45% share. So hopefully you guys can get 50 if you want to win. That's true. Uh, we're, we're really going to have to We're really gonna have to work. And by we, uh, for our 2000s horror movie draft, we are joined uh, by MC Ken B of the JKLOL podcast. Ken, welcome back. Uh, thanks for having me back. I am so incredibly excited to be on the show, mostly because I've watched your other drafts and I have sat back and just watched and watched and watched in horror and disgust and the lack of respect <laughs> for certain films. So I'm happy to share in my favorite decade of horror films because this is the one that made me love horror movies because this is when I was a teenager. And so, when do you love horror movies when you're a teenager? Yeah, that was my, my next question was because I, I presented to you the 90s, the 2000s, and the 2010s, and you picked the 2000s right off the rip. So why did you choose the 2000s to come on for? This is the decade that got me into and kind of like identified who I was as a moviegoer. And this is when I, I was introduced to all those 90s and 80s movies that, that like made me love horror movies. And the 2000s, it has some amazing, amazing horror films. There's some stinkers, but it's not like the 90s. The 90s was all about yeah. those teen screams and those really like crappy thrillers. 2000s start to get real creepy real fast. And I, I love this. this. This decade's like one of my favorites in all of horror history. It goes 2000s, then the 80s. Those are like my one-two right there, one-two punch. So love uh, me some 2000s. No, yeah. And uh, it's a good decade when I was doing the research for it. Um, there's some good movies on here. I feel like it's... It's kind of like the '80s, where there's a lot of a lot of good movies. I'm not sure if there are any like Halloween level or Scream level movies, but there's uh, there's still a lot of a lot of good ones to be had in the 2000s. And as I, I didn't tell you guys yet, but I did the randomizer, the JKLOL podcast sponsor, random.org. Uh, was kind enough to lend their services to us tonight. Uh, and the draft order is your boy number one. I have the first pick. Ken will go second, and Dave gets the wheel. Oh, I'm so mad. I'm so mad I got the yeah. sandwich. Number two is the worst pick to have. But oh, I got the meat. Can, oh, can got it. Can got it. Uh, so I am going to begin. There are a couple of movies I had in mind, um, but I did, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is because I did this last week. I told Dave, I said, if I had the number one pick in the 2000s, I'm going to take this movie, and I'm going to take The Strangers with my first pick. Uh, I think The Strangers is the scariest movie of the decade. It's one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. Um there's just something about it's kind of in the same vein as Halloween where it's one of those setups where there doesn't need to be a motive. It just, they just want to kill. And really it comes down to, and I know it's, it's a little bit overwrought at this point and everybody knows it, but the, one of the most chilling lines in horror movie history is why are you doing this to us? Because you were home. Like that is horrifying. That it's just, like you had, you did, you had nothing to do with it. There's no malice towards you. There's nothing at all. They just wanted to kill people, and you happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. It is one of the most horrifying concepts I've ever seen in a movie. I just, I just have to go out and say that if I had the number one overall pick, this would have been my pick because this is one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. It has mixed reviews for a lot of people, and I don't know why. And it makes me upset because when I watch that movie. There's a couple scenes in that movie where I literally, like, the first time I watched it, my jaw dropped, like, my, like, the hairs tingled, I went and made sure my doors were locked, like, 
it's one of those kind of movies where it's the fear of the unknown. And for like the first like 20 minutes, it's like it kind of gets slow. But as soon as like the, you know, the strangers get inside the house and they don't know they're in the house, that's when like shit just starts to go like sideways. And I think like that's some of the most like scary stuff that you can find in a horror movie. I always am a big believer of, you know, show less um, and make the, you know, make the audience kind of um, imagine what's going on in the background. And this movie does a really good job of that, where we focus on the people in the house. And then when the others are outside of the house, too, you have no idea what they're doing as well. So it's a lot of that you don't know, you can't see, but the fear is on the outside. I um, love this movie. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, no, it's it's a classic. Um, I watch it. it. It It's that whole, can you watch it in the daylight and still be scared test? And absolutely, because I watch it. I remember the first time I saw it was, I think, three years ago. Maybe, I think it was three years ago. I was at my kitchen counter in the in broad daylight, and I still, like, had trouble, like, looking around me, like, over my shoulder, like, is there somebody here? Because... I, I, I could see some criticism of, you know, like Scott Speedman is not exactly an Oscar-worthy actor. He's not very good, um, but he's fine. And really, it's about building up that tension and that horror, and the movie does it very well. It's, it, it really is that case of you don't, when you don't need a motive, it's that much scarier. It's not somebody coming out of your dreams. It's not somebody, you know, wearing a human face on, his, on himself, running around with a chainsaw in this, you know, demented family. It's something very real that is definitely a possibility of something that could happen to people out in the woods remote and it's it's a classic so uh so ken i i hate to take your first pick but uh you do have the second pick which is there's any consolation you can take any movie but the strangers see that's the thing is like you know taking away my first overall pick leads me to either take what i think is like my favorite movie versus what I think is the best horror series of the 2000s. So I'll put you down um, for Snakes on a Plane. Snakes on a Plane is fantastic. I wouldn't call. I wouldn't classify it as a horror film. It is a thriller and it is a, a motherfucker. It's a creature feature. Um, <laughs> but it, yeah, it's definitely a creature feature. I'll, I'll give it that. Um, you know what? With the number two overall pick, I'm going to take Saw. Oh, you- I, 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 I wanted to go with one of my favorite movies of all time, but I'm not going to take it because I think that Saw um, is a generational movie. Um, when you talk about like um, a movie that starts an entire like kind of movie, we get those like those torture porn movies that come from this essentially. Um, but Saw was the first one, and you get that twist at the end that the killer's in the room. Sorry, hey, if you haven't seen it, it came out in, like 2002 or something. Ooh, spoiler but, alert! Spoiler alert! Um, <laughs> Saw's in the room the whole time while they're locked in there, like sawing each other's legs and shit off, like. This movie is incredibly terrifying. When the first time I saw it, I was like, what is this movie? This movie has tons and tons of sequels. It started an entire like line of horror films. And one of the scary movies, I think it's Scary Movie 3, spoofs it. You've got Dr. Phil and Shaq. And Shaq like, cuts off his own foot or the wrong foot or something like that. It's like stupid. I, th- um, I think that's Scary Movie 4. Scary Movie 3, I think, is the Charlie Sheen one. Yes, with, I love uh, that one. That one's that, so good. That's my favorite one. He's out of a finger. That's, that's the best. That's my favorite one. <laughs> That's like the only one I really like. It. Um, that's a fantastic spoof movie. But yeah, I got to take Saw. I think it's it's probably um, the best um, franchise of the 2000s for horror movies. Um, there's only one other like franchise in this that I think would come second. And I almost took that number one or number two overall. But I'm going Saw. Uh, I, can't, I can't blame you. I mean, Saw on its own is definitely one of the more revolutionary uh, genres of the decade. And the the only issue I have is so yes everything's great the twist at the end is fantastic, uh, Jigsaw getting up and saying game over and shutting the door fantastic, incredible. Um, the only issue is that 
it wasn't a situation where, like, wow, Halloween launched all these slashers and we got some classics out of it. There were, there's never been a torture porn movie better than Saw. <laughs> like, and Saw is the only good one, I think, of them all. Like, all the Saw sequels, I think, are pretty bad. Don't even get me started on Hostel. I think Hostel sucks. I, was say, I think the only one that, like, rivals Saw is Hostel. And even that one, like, the only, there's only, like, one scene that sticks out of my mind. It's the one with the eyeball. And, like, yeah. that's the only, you know what I mean? But, like, besides that, you're not really getting all, but you are getting, like, Human Centipede comes from this. Oh. And, like, I know. You're, you're just, you're just building my case. <laughs> I know, but you, you get all these terrible movies that come from it, but Saw was, like, the first to do it. And then you get, like, 20 different Saws after that, too. So yeah. it's, I totally get it. But but I, I don't know yeah. who came first, if it was 13 Ghosts or Saw. I think Saw came first. But another one of those, like, kind of movies, mm. I think, from the 2000s with Matthew Lillard and, like, oh other people. God. But 13 Ghosts that. crawled so Saw could walk. That's how it has to be. That's how it has to be. <laughs> uh, so Dave is reeling. Dave has not been happy with those two first picks, especially Saw. But Sorry, what if I told you, Dave, you could pick two movies in a row that aren't Saw or The Strangers? And you could crush my whole entire dreams. So that's, right. that's, that's another piece there, too. I, I was so excited to take Saw. Jake knows this. I was I know. so excited. I was hoping for the first pick so I could take Saw. I yeah. thought Jake would take it. But. No. <laughs> um, all right. So throw for a little bit of a loop, but that's all right. I'm prepared like everyone does in a draft. Uh, my first pick, I'm going to take 28 Days Later. Instead of a bitch. Yeah. I think it's the best movie left on the board after the first two were taken. I think you guys hit the first two on head. I think those are the two best horror movies of the decade of the of the decade so far. So, props to you guys. Uh, but I I will take uh, twenty eight days later, and I, I think or twenty eight weeks later rather. Wait, um, no, you're taking twenty eight days later, right? Days later, yeah. Okay. What did I say? I you said, said weeks. You don't said take the weeks. Then you I don't, said I don't want weeks. You okay. guys can have. I'll uh, take twenty eight days later. Nobody wants weeks. weeks. You take days. Yeah, take days. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, it's just it's a classic. Anyone that hasn't seen it, um, I'd recommend it. It's probably I'm trying to think where it ranks just even since the since the 2000, and it's still probably a top five to ten movie. It's very good. Yeah, and it's you're looking at our first picks overall. Re, three three really different yet equally terrifying concepts for all these movies. Home invasion, just want to kill people to kill people. Homicide. Saw is the, the torture aspect, and then 28 Days Later is this rage virus that turns everybody into running zombies and freaking out and destroying everything, apocalyptic events. So different concepts, all three of them, but equally terrifying. So um, I like 28 Days Later as a pick. It's a classic. Everybody loves it. Uh, it's got one of the most chilling posters, I think, of any movie I've seen uh, with the yellow eyes and the, the biohazard sign. But uh, yeah, it's a good pick. It's a good pick to start off, Dave, definitely. Yeah, that, that last, like, sequence in 28 Days Later, like, the last, like, 15 to 20 minutes is some of the most, like, heart-stopping, like, in any horror film of all time. The action, the... You don't know if Killian Murphy's, like, character is infected or not. There's, like, so many things that come along with it. And then there's also, like, gut-wrenching moments, like the the, da like the dad and the daughter and, like, all that stuff. Like, it, it, this movie is awesome. And it comes out in 2002, and the special effects are great. The acting's great. You also get that like really iconic scene in London when they're crossing over the bridge near um, Big Ben and everything's empty. It's just it's awesome. And I think I think this like kind of inspires a little bit of The Walking Dead. Um, I think The Walking Dead comes out either around or like slightly after this, and I think you get some of that feel in The Walking Dead, um, the comic book. Um, and so I think there's some inspiration there as well. But I love I love this movie. It's one of my favorite like zombie movies of all time. Top five for me for sure. Mm. It's a great movie for sure. And especially with a genre like the zomb like zombies that have been played out for a while, and it's came up with something fresh. So, cheers! Twenty eight days later, Dave, your second pick. 
so this is one where I was kind of between a bunch of different ones because I think we got the top three movies on the board already. Mm. But um, I'm going to switch it up from you guys a little bit. I'm going to go a little bit lighter tone here. I'm going to take Shaun of the Dead. Damn. Um, I think I think recently I've been going too dark, and I've been trying to adjust my formula going going forward. First, I went too too far off the board. Then I was mainstream, but I was too dark. I'm gonna try to switch up here. I'm gonna have a little bit of everything. I'm gonna get Shaun of the Dead. Uh, it's a really it's like a funny kind of weird zombie movie with with Simon Pegg. If you haven't seen it, it's it's really good. If you haven't seen it. What are you doing? Huh? If you haven't seen it, what are you doing? I know it. Um, it's very good. It's it's funny. It makes you know a lot of good jokes in all the right places. Edgar Wright directs it. Uh, it's just it's probably a top. I think it's probably the best movie left on the board. <laughs> Look at that. There you go. Um, I also ha- I also have um, Ed as well. Um, Shaun of the Dead is my favorite movie of all time. There is wow. no other movie that I'd rather watch than Shaun of the Dead. I can quote it front to back. Um, I didn't take it number one, uh, number two overall for me because I told you I wanted to go between the best movie and my favorite movie. Shaun of the Dead is the best horror comedy to ever come out, I think, in my my opinion. The, the special effects, the acting, the comedy, and the horror. This is genuinely has scary parts when people are being ripped apart mm-hmm. and they're like trying to go through like the crowds of zombies. Just everything about this movie, I think, hits every perfect note. And I love this. is my favorite movie of all time. Not to mention, re- yeah. Go ahead, Dave. Uh- I was gonna say I really enjoy Simon Pegg in this too. Like I think he's really Simon funny. Uh, I love Simon Pegg, dude. He's so funny, especially in this. Uh, but also, to my, at least if, for my money, one of the best uses of music in a movie I've ever seen with the, yes, the "Don't yes. Stop Me Now" pool fight with the the pool sticks on the the bar owner. Uh, I also sneak. I love the scene where they're in the house and, and Simon Pegg just goes through the series and like, pee, pee. <laughs> Oh, I prick! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, do, I the, like I know like they work together so well. Like the two of them, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, they're great. And it's it's just such a it's such a funny movie. And the scene where he's doing the uh, it's Shaun of the Dead, right? Where he does the fence hopping. Is that Shaun yeah. of the Dead? Yeah, yeah. And but they also do it in, in Hot Fuzz yeah. too. Yeah. And then I think they do it also in World's End because it's the Coda O trilogy. Yeah, so. I've actually never seen World's End, but oh, it's really good. It's super okay. fun. Did I'll you check like, it out. But I can't, Dave. That's an excellent back-to-back. I, I I feel like I really nailed the back-to-back. Dave. I think the two thousands might be your decade, Dave. We'll, there's a lot of draft to go. But we'll see. Uh, Kenneth, okay. back to you. All right. So I'm really frustrated here because I want to take another like um, superstar of uh, you know a um, series of movies here. But I think I'm going to go what like with my heart a little bit more here, and I'm going to take 2004 remake Zack Snyder. Um, I'm going to take Dawn of the Dead. Um, just straight up, this movie as a remake is probably one of the best remakes to ever be to ever be done. Um, the special effects in this movie are amazing. The acting is really good. Um, you get zombie babies. You get Ving Rhames. You get fucking dickheads with boats. Um, you get tragedy. You get comedy. You get a really awesome cover of Down with the Sickness. Um, I just, I don't know. This is probably one of the only movies I actually like by Zack Snyder. And this movie came out when I was 14 and me and my dad saw it in theaters and it was pretty sweet. Uh, my dad probably shouldn't have taken me to see this in theaters, but he did anyway. So, uh, <laughs> great nostalgia in this and absolutely love this movie. It's one of my faves. Uh, yeah, I can't blame you. I mean, if, if we're talking, first of all, like horror remakes almost never go well. Like, I know, obviously, The Thing is one that stands out as a classic. Um, 
But modern day horror remakes, like in the past twenty years, like this century, I mean, there there really isn't one better than than Dawn of the Dead. Um, it's it's just it's so iconic and so well done. I mean, other than Dawn of the Dead, probably I know it's a sequel technically, but the new Halloween might be like the second one. Like that's just how bad the market is for those. Um, yeah, they, they just don't do a good job of it. But this one, I think, really hits the mark all the way from the beginning when you get like the little zombie girl in, in the bedroom all the way to the end when you got them driving through with the chainsaw buses and like the, you know, cutting guys in half as they're like turning corners too fast and the, the tragedy of like the yeah. boat and like trying to get away. I, I don't know. This movie just tells like a really great story too. Um, and the characters really drive the story here, like the original Dawn of the Dead. Um, and George Romero is like, you know, obviously a genius and Night of the Living Dead is probably a top five movie for me of all time. But this movie, like it just takes a cake and like, and being able to like kind of get that horror factor in there. I really, I just, I, I don't know, I love this movie a lot. It's a great movie. And I think it's definitely in the conversation of Zack Snyder's best movie. I'm still partial to 300, even though I'm, a, I, well, like you can, was a history major. I know it's not accurate at all, but it's still a great movie in my opinion. I mean, you got jack dudes kicking dudes into holes and fucking yeah. killing Xerxes. You like, got, like monsters running around and like elephants and like, Oh my God! The the shot with the sea where the water's going, like the storm is coming in. Oh, it's unbelievable. That's where. Hey, I always say Zack Snyder is the Ed Hardy of directors, and that was his most Ed Hardy movie to date at that point. That, so that is a as an excellent comparison, actually. Now that I think <laughs> about it. Um, I'm gonna take 300. Not looking. <laughs> that is not a horror. A lot, it's a lot of death. Thing. A lot of scary images. A lot uh, of sexy. Okay. About so <laughs> for reals, I am going to start off with Descent. Uh, All right. Which is, other than The Strangers, uh, those two are probably the scariest movies I've seen in the past 20 years. Uh, actually, Insidious is also on that list. That's not this decade. Uh, at least I don't think it is. I think that's the next decade. Um, 2010. Yeah, I think that was, which is crazy it came before The Conjuring, but... Um, 2010s, yeah. that, that, is a, that is a decade I could have done real well, too. There's some good ones. I feel like there. The Conjuring is the consensus top pick of that decade. It but, is number one pick. Yeah. If you don't take that number um, one overall, you are a fool. Maybe Dave will get that top pick in the 2010s. We'll, uh, we'll see about I've that. I've yet to get the top pick. That's I've right. Dave's to... only gotten the second of the wheel pick this entire time. <laughs> Sad days. Uh, but anyway, so The Descent is one of the most unsettling experiences I've ever had watching a movie. Uh, I did the make, make the mistake of watching this at night, which was a bad move. Um, it... I, I there's so many things that really stand out to me why it's so terrifying. I think it's that that concept of being trapped obviously is a, a big deal. Uh, you're underground. There's no one that can come to help you. No one's gonna come save you. You're in this on your own. Uh, there's a lot of gore. It's very disgusting. Uh, the creatures are really really disturbing and unsettling and unnerving. And it's the whole experience. It's you're on your on the edge of your seat because it's dark. There's not a lot of light. So you don't know what's coming around the corner or where you're going. or You're just like the characters themselves. And it's got a lot of great moments. And the tra- I remember the trailer for this movie was so scary. And I was like, I don't want anything to do with this. So <laughs> I don't know how I ended up seeing it, but I did. And I think it was when I was trying my first go around for Hallow Stream. And that was one of the movies I watched. And it was uh, horrifying. So got to go with the, stra- uh, the Strangers. Already took that. The Descent. I'm going to take The Strangers twice. I'm just going to make my whole line at The Strangers. I like um, that. So, inspired by Dave, I'm going to go with a really disturbing movie, and then I'm going to lighten the mood and take Zombieland with my next pick. Okay. Uh, so, I want a horror comedy in there, kind of like Shaun of the Dead. Definitely, I feel like Shaun of the Dead is definitely more horror than, than this movie is. But there's some legitimate horror moments. One of the best cameos of all time in Bill Murray. Oh, yeah, um, Bill Murray's spoiler, best. Spoiler, spoiler alert. <laughs> 
<laughs> the second one already came out like ten years later. Like you haven't seen the first no. one. There's no spoiler. I know, but Dave, like we traffic in in spoiler alerts that come too late. So might as well keep the brand. <laughs> That's up. true. We, we, uh, what are we shining with spoiler? Alert? <laughs> yeah, we've done like whole movie reviews and then like been. Oh wait, by the way, spoiler. In case, yeah. in case you didn't everything see, in there, and then Thanos <laughs> dies. Oh wait, if you haven't seen Endgame, spoiler. Don't. Damn, I haven't seen that yet. What the fuck? Um, but I gotta go with Zombieland. Um, full disclosure about Zombieland: I've never seen it. <laughs> really? But I know a lot of people who have, and a lot of people who love it. So uh, if I'm going for them picks, and I, I want something to lighten the mood a little bit, I got the Strangers, I got the Descent. It's so much darkness, literally, and. I need I need some some fun. Who doesn't love a little Jesse Eisenberg, a little Woody Harrelson, a little Emma Stone, a little bit of Bill Murray? Come on now, that's great. Come on. See, I I so for instance, the, the Descent is really good because of the claustrophobia. There's just so much like darkness and tightness. Like it's just it that freaks like that whole concept freaks me out. I can't handle that movie. Um, I, I think I've only watched that movie twice, and I just it was a little bit too much for me both times. It's just a lot of a lot of just deep breathing. Um, so that movie for me, but for Zombieland, Zombieland's rewatchability is through the roof. Like it's absolutely like a movie. It's always on like TBS. It's always on like Comedy Central. It's hilarious. You've got gore. You've got some fun special effects and like the, the rules of Zombieland. You've got some good comedy and you've got some really good actors in there as well with Emma Stone and, and Eisenberg and Willie Harrelson. And I forget the other girl's name. Sorry, my bad. Um, uh, but, Abigail Breslin is she? In, she that, that might be who it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm terrible at actors. And actors Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah, it's Abigail Breslin. Yeah, I think, yeah, right? yeah, But I mean, overall, this movie, like those movies, are great back to backs. Um, Zombieland, I think, is the better of the two picks because yeah. of just like plain rewatchability, and everybody loves that movie. It's it's, it's a great movie. So the second one yeah. sucked ass. Let's just throw that out there real quick. Really, real, real, real bad. Okay. The first one's really good. I will say, all three of my movies so far have had very underwhelming sequels. Yeah, it's un- it's unfortunate. It's very so, uh, unfortunate. There is that. So, Ken, you got Saw and Dawn of the Dead. Uh, what else you got? You're kicking. Ugh. You're kicking 2004's ass, Ken. You got I two to that. You want to just keep it rolling? I'm really frustrated because I wanted to. Uh, fuck, I'm, just, I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna take it. I'm gonna take what I wanted to take before this. Um, I am gonna go with a movie that starts an entire series of movies. Um, and the first one is one of the, like the coolest found footage films of I think of all time. I'm gonna take Paranormal Activity. My God. <laughs> Um, I, I know I'm juggernaut right now. I've got Saw and Paranormal Activity, which I really feel like um, the first one was revolutionary. When you've got the scenes with the baby powder, all the blankets, like I could not sleep for days thinking about like, you know, ghosts pulling on my blanket and, you know, like messing me up. You know what I mean? And I know that the other paranormal activities are not that good and there are a lot of jump scares. But the first one really was revolutionary. And the way that they marketed it was very much like Blair Witch Project. It was very much like found footage. Like they the quote unquote made this movie with like $20,000. And like this was just like cameras in people's houses. And like the idea of something coming in and like infesting you essentially. And like taking over your relationship and your family and your house is just absolutely terrifying. Especially when it comes to ghosts. Ghosts will mess you up, man. Um, so I, I love Paranormal Activity. It's like one of my faves. Yeah, it's one of those movies where uh, you didn't want to sleep with your foot outside the bed anymore. Like, no. And then, I mean, also talk about one of the most uh, iconic... Ken, you're also drafting movies with iconic last images. Yeah. Uh, that one's pretty horrifying. Uh, Staring that, into the camera. And it's like, like the uh, demon face. It's Oh, it's horrifying. And made on a shoestring budget. Like, even when, what was it, Spielberg, whoever, kicked in money on it and... Uh, up the budget a little bit, but still made a shoestring budget, made like $200 million. So 
people love it. In, it inspired like an entire series of movies, which yeah. a lot of the, the sequels are not very good. There's a couple that are okay. Um, the second one's okay. The third one's fine. But the other ones after that were like, you're the key dimension and the blah, blah, blah. And the, the ghost is, you know, ass, whatever. Like, I can't handle all those, but the first uh, couple are pretty good. But like, that's the thing. Like, last broad, the last broadcast in the Blair Witch Project, like spawned all those trash uh, found footage movies. The only one that was any good was, uh, have you ever seen Record? You ever seen that one? That's, that's very good. Yeah, It's on my short list yeah. of uh, films there, yeah. That one, that movie scared the crap. I don't know what it is about zombie movies, man. Those movies scared the crap out of me. Um, well, Record, the, the Spanish movie Record, and then you get Quarantine, yeah, too, which is uh, the yeah, remake, which is right. not as good. But Record, the yeah. Spanish one, is like hands I, down. Yeah. Record terrifying. was the one I saw. I think I, was, I think I watched it with Maxwell, actually, Dave. Um, but we... Uh, same person I watched the first episode of Black Mirror with, actually. Oh, nice. Nice. Love that show. Great, great show. Uh, for most of the seasons. it's Most of the episodes are great. Um, but anyway. Have some um, stickers. Yeah, absolutely. But, but anyway. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I can't fall. And then Paranormal Activity came along and, like, kind of revived the genre. And yeah. it, again, like you said, didn't lead to a lot of great movies, but it at least kind of breathed new life into it and made it scary again and everyone knows this movie like this is a movie that everyone you say paranormal activity they have like distinct memories of like watching that movie and the the scenes are pretty iconic for for the 2000 horrors for sure absolutely uh dave you got back-to-back picks here the wheel what do we got okay so i'm unsure about my second pick but i know one of them Uh, i'm gonna take the ring with one of my picks dave dave has now taken both ring movies (laughs) They're, uh, they're just really, like, iconic movies. I mean, when you think about horror, one of the first things you can, I, at least I think about, I've seen a lot of movies, that creepy girl crawling through the screen. I mean, like, that is, like, intensely, like, nightmare-ish. It's just, you think about that and it just haunts your life. Like, that, that image of them, of her crawling out of the screen and she's, like, green and grungy and, like, oh, my God. what it's, Yeah, it's just... And they make fun of it in Scary Movie, which is awesome. Like, it, it's hilarious. But um, the whole thing is just... The, also, I have to say, they made a sequel of Rings. Don't see the sequel. Please do not see the sequel. You can say it's, that about, like, every single horror movie ever made. Like, Johnny Galecki is, like, the star of the movie. It, oh, please do not sequel. So they yeah, did, they I'm did with, upset with the sequel, but the ring, the movie itself is just, it's a revolutionary movie. I really do think that, you know, when you're watching the ring, it's, it's set a lot of tones for like, like it takes that Japanese horror and it, it brings it back into America, which I think is really cool. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think that's a great pick and also an iconic pick. It's a, it's a movie series that everyone knows. Um, it's one that scares children to this day. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> like uh, like Dave and I were talking about uh, last week, is we, and I know you were watching it, can't see right heard, but they were like, "Well, we made the Ring, and that was great. Let's remake the Grudge too, and that sucked. <laughs> the Grudge is so." Bad. And then they remade it again, and it sucked again. Yeah, yeah, you, you really should have just let the Grudge die where it laid because that movie, and the Japanese version of the Grudge, was absolutely like terrifying. And then the American version had its moments, but yeah. like, was it Sarah Michelle Gellar? Like she. She yeah. can't do that movie justice. So I remember when, when that movie came out, uh, I was in middle school, and my uh, my health teacher apparently was really scared of the movie. And we, we had the phones in our middle school that you could like, call between the classrooms and stuff. So I, I called him up on the phone. <laughs> my, middle, my, my math teacher knew about it, but I called him up on the phone, and I, just went, I was just like, uh, uh, <laughs> And she was like, stop doing that. He's afraid of that. I'm like, all right, whatever, fine. That'll, that'll mess you up for days and days and days. Like, I love that. Yeah, That's like, great. I mean, the eternal message. Kids are creepy. 
Oh, hell yeah. No it's thanks. Crazy. I'm all set. Like, coming from the teacher. Um. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, you know, like, yeah. So that's why that's why parts of the grudge work. And the ring also. So, uh, Dave the ring, great start. Dave, you're killing it so far. You're killing it. What else you got? I know. I'm doing I'm doing pretty well. So I have... Oh Do you want me to, to, you want me to put Slither down? Slither? Oh, right. fucking love Slither. Slither? Love Slither. No, no, thank you. I don't want that. Freddy versus um, Jason? Love Freddy versus Jason. Hush your mouth. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm, oh my God, I'm stuck between two movies. I'll, you know what? Um, I'll do, I'll do you, I'll just write Cloverfield for you. I'll just put Cloverfield <laughs> down. You, you can put that down for you. No, I'm, uh, I mean, I'm good. By the way, uh, uh, by the way, Dave, Cujo is still on the board. <laughs> it, it will stay there forever. If you want uh, to, even though it's the 80s, I'll let you take it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to, don't you take my pick, Dave. I will be forever pissed at you. I am uh, going to take let the right one in. Wow. <laughs> okay. That's a, uh, all right. It's it's a classic. Um, it's a vampire movie, which I feel like I no one really has. So I'm kind of like the one stop shop here. I get you get all the type different types of horror movies with me. Um, it it's not my favorite horror movie. It's good, um, but I I think it's there's a lot of people that really enjoy this movie, and that's why I'm gonna take it. And this is the original like Swedish one, right? No, this is this is the one that has the. Uh, Oh yeah, no, it is. It yeah, is. this is the original because the the yeah. remake was Let Me In, I think. Oh, it's Let Me In. I thought the Let Let the Right One In was the remake. I don't yeah, know. I might good, be wrong. It's a good point you bring up, Dave. There are not a lot of vampire movies this decade. Well, there are, but they're not <laughs> horror movies. If you catch my drift. Yeah. Um. <laughs> they're sparkly. Yes. Again, most of those were actually in the 2010s, but the first one did unfortunately come in this decade. So, uh, yeah, there's that. But. Let the right one in. I have not seen it, but I have heard nothing but good things. I think it's at like a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got a crazy high rating. So artsy fartsy kind of movie. Got some really nice, like, you know, shots. Um, you got some kids. Um, there's this idea of basically wanting to, you know, this little vampire girl and she meets another little boy and she doesn't, he doesn't know that she's a vampire essentially. And there's some terrifying, like devouring scenes and such, but a lot of very pretty, like like pretty shots as well, and very artsy fartsy, if you will. The girl that is like blood pouring down her head. Yeah, that scene's like absolutely like grotesque and awesome though. At the same time, it's it's really good, it's haunting. If you're a horror fan, it's like awesome, but otherwise, you just like throw up. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan. I think I I mean I really like this movie. It's a little slow, um, but it definitely is one of those movies. Like once again, that really like sets a tone for like other movies. I'm pretty sure 30 Days of Night also comes out in 2000s. That's right. That was the uh, one that's like a sort of 28 Days Later ripoff. Like, yeah, it was vampires, but it's also based off of a comic book. And the, the, the comic book has such like visceral artwork, like the, the, the blood and the artwork of that, like yeah. that comic book is really cool. And they like they try to like copy that in the movie. But I think it inspires some of those like those types of movies that come out throughout that decade, too. So one of those movies, another trendsetter. Okay. Well, Ken, it is back to you. All right, so you didn't take it, and I'm not letting this one go another round. I think this is a steal in the fourth round. I'm really surprised that no one's take it. Um, this movie genuinely terrifies me. It still makes me scared to this day. I can watch it. I'll probably watch it this week because it's one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Open water. Cabin, <laughs> Cabin fever, yes. Rider strong. <laughs> uh, I'm taking 2005's The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Wow. That was not on board. This movie has some of the most scary scenes, I think, of any movie of all time. Um, Jennifer Carpenter, I think, I think that's her name, Jennifer Carpenter. Um, she is, the way she can contort her face and the way that she moves in this movie is so, so scary. 
And the idea of like a healthy, happy young girl being like essentially like possessed by a demon and seeing like these like scary faces, the noises that she makes, the way that her body locks up. And the fact that this is actually based off of a true story for real, for real, um, you can look it up. Um, this movie just basically has it all. I, I, I love this movie and it still scares me to this day. For real, for real. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, so I've never seen this, but I have heard good things about it. Um, and it's, it's one of those genres of movies that like, I mean, it, it's, I would, I would think most people would say it's the second best movie about exorcisms. It, a lot of people do say that. I mean, obviously the exorcist is a classic and it, it's right. definitely like, obviously the top one, but I think this is the number two overall. And, and then once again, there are a ton of these shitty movies that come out eventually. Like you have the exorcism of everything that comes out after this. But this is definitely the first one. And if you haven't watched this movie, watch it. Watch it in the dark. Watch it with your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your dog. I don't care who you watch it with, but watch it at night and, and you're going to be terrified. It's it's really, really good. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to take your advice to watch it at night. But I will, uh, if it's on TV, maybe I'll, I'll give, it, give it the old look-see. Hey, dude, what you got to do, baby. I get you. Uh, and th- uh, wasn't Scott Derrickson, didn't he direct this? With, uh, yeah. He directed Doctor Strange, too? Yes, oh, and right. th- he does have a lot of those like really cool special effects. There's a lot of really awesome special effects in this movie. And yeah. for 2005, it's it's top notch. So I am going to uh, stretch the stretch the limit of what a horror movie is defined as, um, because at the heart of this movie, it is absolutely a slasher film. Yeah, I know what you're taking. I'm Take t- it. I'm taking Hot Fuzz. Oh, no, no, stop it, stop it, never mind, I thought you were taking something else that was an amazing slasher film. Um, I'm taking Hot Fuzz, it's a horror movie, it is, at the heart of it, it's a horror movie, it's a slasher movie, there is a killer going around murdering people, and it is Nicholas Angel's job to find the killer. Uh, What else would you define it as other than a horror comedy? Well, it's a thriller, um, murder, like, murder mystery, um, I mean, have you seen the kills in that movie? It's pretty gruesome. I have. It's this movie's quite, hilarious. It's not it's quite Clue, my friend. These are you know people getting killed with shears and being uh, like you know shot, and there's gunfights and everything. Like it's got a little bit of action, but at this point, you know what? Dave ruined all the norms when he took Beetlejuice, so I'm just going off the rails now. Beetlejuice is a horror movie. Not really. <laughs> not really. a horror movie. I also took Nightmare Before Christmas last week, and nobody complained about that. So. That movie is generally terrifying yeah. to children. I mean, it's creepy. It's not exactly the biggest oh, horror movie I'm, ever. I'm disappointed. In, so I'm not disappointed in that you love Hot Fuzz, because I love Hot Fuzz. It is part of the Conet O trilogy with my, my boy Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, but I would not classify this as a horror. This is definitely a murder mystery. Um, it's more of a whodunit, if you will. Um that's just my opinion. Yes, if that's a who done it. Then Friday the Thirteenth is a who done it. No, it's not because Jason can't die. These people die. Hey, Stop it. Hey, I, I'm not, I'm not, sad about this pick, not but pull, I'm also happy because it leaves all the movies that I not, want still on the board. Not to pull a Billy Loomis, but Jason wasn't the killer in Friday the Thirteenth. You're right. You're right. Jason's mother, who is Mrs. Uh, Voorhees, was the killer. <laughs> I was, I was well, that was on a CBS Sunday movies the other night. I was so happy to see it on TV. I love that movie so much. Uh, um, okay, one of the best parts about Hot Fuzz is the fact that um, the guy who plays the Hound in Game of Thrones is in this, and he is awesome. That's right. Oh, is he the big dude? Yeah, he's the big dude. Only he, said, I forget what he says, but Yark? he's like, oh, Yark yeah. Guy? yeah. Oh, I, dude, I, love, I love Hot Fuzz. So it is, as Dave knows, it's one of my maybe five or six favorite movies of all time. I love Hot Fuzz. Yeah. I love it. It's such. It, I laugh hysterically every single time I watch it. I love the scene when he gets promoted and like they have Bill Nye come in and uh, uh, what Martin Martin Freeman's in there 
and they're like, oh, and uh, what's his name? Um, Steve Coogan, also. Like, all three of them. It's like, oh, do I, do I have to call the inspector general? Like, do, do you want me to, you want, you want me to call him down here right now? <laughs> like, right now, right this second. Uh, he's like, good luck telling it to the team. And he turns around, they're all, like, celebrating for him. Because <laughs> he just makes them all look bad, because he's such a, so good at his job. Um... But I, uh, I don't, I don't like to swear all that much on, uh, on this podcast anymore. But I do love the line where, um, there's two lines in particular I love. The two detectives that always give him crap in, uh, in was it what's what's it like Hanfordshire or whatever the town is. Yeah. Um, and he's like, and he's like, isn't that your job to detect? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's running through all the people, and he's like. She was killed. It's like, and you think she was murdered? She's like, no, actually, I think that was nice. It's like, really? No, of course she fucking was. Simon Pickett's on Masterclass. So is Nick Frost. And um, what's his name? Um, the one that plays Danny's dad. Oh yeah, I forget his name, but um, I'll look it up. Somebody that movie has a masterclass of character work and really funny timing. Um, I mean Edgar. I'm pretty sure Edgar Wright like directs all three of these movies. I'm pretty sure. Um, like Hafa's is just a top-notch film. Um, I do think it's a whodunit, but I, I'll give it to you for a horror just because of the, the sheer violence and gore that comes with it. But I do think it's more of a mystery whodunit. Jim uh, Jim Broadbent is the man I'm thinking of who gotcha. plays Danny's gotcha. dad. Uh, and my second pick. Uh, so my brother has been. T- I'm pretty sure my brother's watching this. If he's not, he's been in and out. Uh, but he texted me about taking a Rob Zombie movie. And, oh, take it. Uh, I'm going to take The Devil's Rejects with, next, with that- the next pick. Uh, I feel like it's a very underrated horror movie. Uh, it is genuinely freaky. Um, what's his name? The, the clown guy? What is Oh, my God. I forget his name already. I've seen the movie. Too. What is it? Oh, I forget. I, I know I can see him with the blue paint and, like, yeah. Uh, hold on. I'm looking it up now. 2005 is when the movie came out. Rob Zombie directed it. Shocker. The critics did not like it. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. What's his name? It's not even showing. A Rob Zombie movie? The critics didn't like it? Uh, Captain Spaulding was his name. Uh, that's what it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, gen- like a genuinely terrifying looking human being. Uh, my brother just texted me now. Let's see what he says. Yeah, Captain Spaulding. Thank you, Jimmy. A couple seconds late, but thank you. Uh, Captain Spaulding. Yes, classic. Um, it's it's a really scary movie. Kind of not. It's like it's like if The Strangers had comedy in it a little bit. Like and then not, it also kind of meets the hills have eyes. Like yeah, it's like yeah. kind of the hillbilly. Like in you know people can't hear you scream in the country. This yeah. I'm pretty sure this is a sequel to House of a Thousand Corpses, which right. I prefer House of a Thousand Corpses over Devil's Rejects personally. But I think it's just because of its sheer nature of like it reminds me a lot of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Right. But um, I get yeah, that. I mean, this movie's creepy and terrifying and gory, and it's Rob Zombie like. Yeah. It gets a lot of the accolades that like a lot of horror fans really like this movie. Yeah. But a lot of mainstream people don't particularly like this movie. Yeah, it's got a good ending scene too with the uh, the free bird scene there at the end. It's 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 tied well together. So um I know those aren't picks that people are gonna go crazy for and they're not like, wow, oh my god, like the strangers or the descent or zombie land, like or paranormal activity or saw or whatever, twenty eight days later, Shaun of the Dead, the Rain, like these big classics, but I think uh if I find the right the right voter, I think I'll get I'll get some love. But uh Ken, you are back up. What do you got? All right, so I got to go with probably one of my favorite anthology movies of all time. Um, it is a true Halloween flick, if you will. I'm going to go with Trick or Treat. Sorry, Trick or Treat. <laughs> is it Trick or Treat or Trick or Treat? I think it's Trick or Treat, but I'm going to write Trick or Treat. Um, I think, like you said really fast, like Trick or Treat. Yeah, so 
don't know if you've ever seen this movie, but it's an anthology film essentially of different horror stories that take place on Halloween night. Um, it's got some of the coolest stories, essentially like one of them is like a bus driver that kills all these kids, um, like on a bus, and, like drives off a cliff and they come back and like attack people. There's this little creepy kid that like has like a, a, a sharp lollipop that kills people. You've got werewolves, you've got some vampires, like it's a pretty sweet movie. And I think overall, like the first time I watched this, I was very pleasantly surprised to what it was because I didn't think it was going to be good. But then it becomes really good and the stories are really good. And it kind of reminds me a lot of like Tales from the Crypt, but done right. Yeah. Um, so I think overall, like this is one of my favorite horror anthology films of all time. That creepy kid, that's the one on the poster, right? Yeah, with yeah. the little like Matt, like pumpkin the thing over his head. His head literally looks like a pumpkin underneath too. It's really weird. Uh-huh. Well, there you go. Uh, I guess it all works. But I've never seen this, but I've heard nothing but good things about it. I've heard it's very well reviewed. People generally like it and... It captures that Halloween anthology thing that Halloween was going for, and then people just didn't like Season of the Witch for whatever reason, and then they stopped doing it. But um, I'm getting getting scowls from behind me. Elena's listening, and she absolutely hates that movie. She threw up when she saw it. It was so gross. Season of the Witch? Yes. Well, it was seven. I threw up. (laughs) I love love Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. I'm I'm like the only person on the planet who does, but I love that movie. It's uh, never on TV, so I don't get the satisfaction of watching it. But yeah, that, that's a, that's a movie you gotta watch on your own. That's that's alone time, Jake time. <laughs> uh, I don't. I'm probably not gonna draft this, so I don't. I don't care to. I don't care if I mention it. But the only movie that I've seen, in, maybe one of the only movies I've seen in theaters that almost made me physically ill was Drag Me to Hell. Yeah, that movie, Sam Raimi special. Um, I actually saw that. Like low key, quick story. I had a, a random Tuesday off from work. Um, and I was the only one that ended up going to this theater to see this movie. Nobody else was in the theater. I was all by myself and I had to leave. I think I was like probably, I don't know, like 16 or 17. I don't remember exactly when I came out, but I had to leave the theater because I was so creeped out and grossed out and I was the only one in the theater. So I left, um, and I had to watch it like when it came out on like video. So, um, yeah, that movie is gross. <laughs> yeah. And it also has very, uh, a movie that I didn't even put on the list because I didn't even think about it, but a movie that any of us could have taken or could still take is Final Destination. And it has, yeah. a, very, has a very Final Destination-esque ending to it where it's, it you, you think it's a nice, happy ending, and then he brings the button back, and she literally just gets dragged to hell right there, and that's the end of the movie. That's it. That's Just, cl- it's very classic Sam Raimi, like Evil Dead esque as well. Yeah, so exactly. So uh, that is a that's a good picture trick or treat. I know mm-hmm. we got completely off the topic of it, but. Uh, yep, so, <laughs> so Dave, you have back-to-back picks, and both Cujo and Season of the Witch are still on the board. If you want to take them, They're man, both. lucky me. I mean, it doesn't get any better. Um, Just saying. So I'm gonna start off by taking a found footage film because I don't have one. I'm gonna take record. I'm gonna Lock take record. Right. Yeah, it's extremely terrifying when you watch it when you're younger, especially um, the build-up, the suspense, the darkness, like the found footage aspect in the dark, like walking around and like, you're just walking on eggshells the whole movie. You have no idea what's around the corner. Um, it's just one of those movies where you watch it and like, you can literally feel your heart, your heart racing through while you're watching it. It's also like way too real right now because like, we're literally the movie like that's based off of the American one's called quarantine. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like who knows what potentially could be happening in the world. And so it's, it's too real right now for me. Um, but overall, like the gore and the creepy factor of like the zombie, like, like zombie esque characters that are in this are terrifying. There's oh. one scene where I think someone falls through the stairs and like a head hits a rail and like comes down like a rag doll like that. There are so many just like really, really awesome scenes. And this is like a really like 
Um, I think this is a testament to filmmaking and horror films. This is like one of the, like the first ones to do that kind of a style found footage throughout like a big building all the way up and down. It was really cool. Yeah. There's some really, uh, great cinematography in that movie, which is, which can be tough when you're shooting on like a handheld camera. So yeah, they do a really good job and it's a foreign film too. So you're getting, you're getting some of the overseas vote there, Dave. That's right. I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm trying to, you know, cross off all the little checkpoints here, all the different different aspects of horror. I have mm. found footage, I have vampire, I have comedy, I have everything. You do. I love so it. what are you going to finish off with? That's the question. Um, take, teeth. Like, take teeth. Take <laughs> teeth. <laughs> no way. Again, oh, again, hate. open water, still there. I saw that today. That is the worst horror movie I think I've ever seen. Teeth or open water? Open water. Oh, oh Have you seen teeth? No. Have you seen teeth? Uh, no, but I know what it's about. Okay, well, don't watch it. It's no. awful. Um, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> oh, it's literally just the whole movie, nothing happens. That's, yeah, no. that's the thrill, Dave. <laughs> it's, like, it's not thrilling at all. Oh, okay, Dave, you sit in shark-infested waters for an hour and a half, and you tell me that it's not thrilling. I mean, that would be terrifying, but I'm on my couch wishing that I'd be enjoying something. Um <laughs> Oh, oof, man, I'm, I'm between two movies here. I'm going to go with... Wait, wait, before you announce it, part of me just imagines that you wanted to watch it to prep like you were going to take it and then just wasted your time. <laughs> oh, no, I watched it because, like I said, I'm doing a day for the month. Right. So what are you going to take, Dave? Suspense is killing us over here. Um, I'm going to take... Oh. Oh. Man, I'm so torn. I have two movies. I'm gonna say it because I have my last pick. I don't care what you guys take after. I'm between Pan's Labyrinth and The Host. Uh, ooh, mm. they're both really. I know what good. I would take. I know what I would take. I know what I would take as well. I'm going to take. Oof. I'm gonna take The Host. No, that was not what I would have taken. Not what I would have taken either. But <laughs> you took it, so there's that. I'm gonna take The Host because I like Bong Joon Ho. Uh, it's a Bong Joon Ho movie. Okay, that's fair. And I mean, if we're being honest, Pan's Labyrinth has maybe one of the creepiest monsters with the hand, with the eyeballs in the hands. Yeah, um, I saw that in Spanish class actually, which was amazing. Oh, Los Santo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wait, you watched that in I, Spanish class? Isn't that movie rated R? Yeah, that movie's real rated R. That that wine bottle scene. Yep, and that's oh. rated R. You must have had a cool Spanish teacher. Well, we, I mean, we were seniors. We're eighteen. Ah, but come on, you're not all eighteen. Yeah, it was Spanish five. Well, actually, no. I guess our rated R is seventeen, so I guess it doesn't matter. But yeah, um, all but it takes is one kid to complain. It's true. That's true. Parents. Uh, um. <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna go with the host because I like Bong Joon Ho. I'm representing here. Um, I I was really torn. I thought I was gonna go with Pan's Labyrinth, but I I decided to pull the trigger at the last minute. Okay. Um, feature, yeah. feature. I get it. It's, yeah. it's, got, it's got some cool it's got some amazingly cool scenes you've got like technically it's it's pretty cool it's a pretty it's a i think it's a well shot really cool movie um it's a movie that you can't just sit down and watch on a saturday night though you have to have a lot of focus and ready to do it like yeah, absolutely it, it's got to be a movie you can't sit and what like have on your phone while you're watching it for sure uh, yeah it's can, a, it's, yeah. it's just like all the other bong joon ho films like that in that aspect speaking of bong joon ho can i take parasite for that once that one frame of that ghost face coming up Oh hell yeah! <laughs> you know that—that's that legitimately scared the crap out of me. That face, like I like, and they never really even talked about like what it was. Like they just like, I guess it was just like a kid thinking it was a ghost, and that's what he saw. But yeah. that face still scared the crap out of me. Uh, it's like The Exorcist yeah. with that subliminal image. Um, so Ken, your last pick. Um, 
You know what? If if Jake's gonna go and take Hot Fuzz as a horror film, I am gonna go and take a, one of the most iconic um, psychological slasher thriller movies of all time. With the last overall pick here for me, I'm gonna take American Psycho, which came out in the year 2000. I like That's it. Good- I like it. Um, obviously, we got Christian Bale in probably one of his most iconic roles of his career. Um, you have a serial killer who kills people who's essentially jealous of other people and or just zealous um, just in general. Um, he's a narcissist. He's somebody who hates anybody who has things better than him. And he also hates ugly people. Um, <laughs> he killed a man over a business card texture. Awesome. Um, so, I, I mean, I personally think this movie's great. And you also have some of like the coolest like monologues uh, of like any like slasher thriller film of all time where he's like talking through like music like Huey Lewis and like Genesis and all this other stuff yeah. and then he's just smiling like killing people um, yeah. he walks I, I around he's walking stuff. around setting up a tarp in his house talking about Huey Lewis in the news yeah and he's sitting there just like telling him the history and he's like smiling while he's setting up then a tarp then he hacks Jared Leto to pieces uh, it's, uh, this movie is awesome and I saw it way too young and then I watched it again as an adult and I was Actually. like oh my boy like how the hell did I was I allowed to watch this oh my god yeah there's a lot of scenes in this movie that young people uh, probably shouldn't be watching yeah, you got some pictures and stuff. Um, but yeah, no, I think I was I was going through. I've I've got some honorable mentions. I'll go at the end here. But I was going okay. through a plethora, and I think that American Psycho is probably the biggest name that was left on the board. And I think um, as a classic film, a classic horror like thriller film, um, this is one of the best out there. Um, that's a great pick. That is a great pick. Patrick Bateman hates ugly people, so we would probably not be good friends. Um, so <laughs> we're all handsome gentlemen here. How dare it's you? It's a we're it is, handsome. It is a good pick. I mean, I would say it's more horror than, than Hot Fuzz is, but um, it's 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 freaky. It's got it's just, it is at, at its heart a psychological slasher killer horror movie. He's a scary guy, that Patrick Bateman. Um, I mean, the movie is literally called American Psycho. Like, come on. And it also there is a uh, a sequel that comes out with Mila Kunis. So, fun is, fact: is there really? Yeah, it's American Psycho 2, and she is a female serial killer. And fun fact, it's not good. No, I didn't think so. It's kind of sounds like the shot-for-shot shot Psycho remake. Yeah. With um, Haitian <laughs> Vince Vaughn. Well, I mean, if you... Oh, that one's so terrible. But if you read the book Psycho in the front, I'm pretty sure... Um, Elena, I, what, I need to know the exact quote. What was the exact quote in the front of the book? Do you I remember? I think it was like, this is what the movie was based on. <laughs> the book, the front of the book, uh, Psycho, was like, this is what the movie was based on. It was like... <laughs> Like Alfred Hitchcock That's or something. <laughs> it's just like wow. his actual quote. Well, there you go. But yeah. Um, uh, Love yeah. American Psycho, Gore Fest, absolute like crazy movie. If you haven't seen it, 2000, one of the best to come out that year. Um, so I could go with the obvious. I could go with Pan's Labyrinth. I mean, I could go for, you know. Jeepers just, Creepers. No, I'm not going to take Jeepers Creepers. Thanks. Thanks so much. That movie is way too unsettling. Um, There's a lot of really good movies still on this board. Like, I'm not going to lie. There are. Very- but I am going to finish it out going full camp, and I'm going to take oh. Freddy versus Jason with my last pick. Son of a bitch. Um, yeah, Freddy versus Jason, absolutely. Um, You're a full heel, baby, full heel. Yeah, I mean, it's, look, no, no one's expecting it to win an Oscar, all right? Like, no one's looking at it like, wow. But like I've said before, and I think I said to Dave, and I'll say it to you, Ken, but like, it's crazy we don't have more of these movies. Like, we should have more of these versus movies. Like, put Michael Myers up against, I don't know, like, Leatherface or something. I don't know. Like, do yes. more of these. Yeah. Like, Here's the question. Yeah. Do we need them? Yes. We need, <laughs> no- we need, we need, we need nothing more as a nation 
than Leprechaun versus Chucky. We need nothing. All right, never mind. You sold me there. You have sold me officially with Leprechaun versus Chucky. all the puns we could have with Leprechaun versus Chucky. Uh, We can only be so lucky. But Freddy versus Jason is great. They beat the living hell out of each other throughout this entire movie. Um, And you think, like, Jason would absolutely murder Freddy Krueger because Freddy Krueger is, like, all skin and bones and he's not very strong or big. But, like, it's cool that... And I, I, I watched... I don't know if you guys watched any of the, like... Uh, well, he is the angry video game nerd, but he does the Cinemassacre, like, movie reviews every October. And his one about Freddy vs. Jason is very good. And it kind of looks at how, like, Jason, when he's near water, is, like... Uh, I think he's weaker when he's near water, and Freddy's weaker when he's near fire, which makes sense. Because um, one burned alive, one drowned. So, yeah. it's it's cool, that dichotomy. And they really go at one another. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's very, uh, very gruesome. But... Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, we'll describe this as the uh, the WWE of horror films. It is theatrical, it is dramatic, there is big-time gore, there's a lot of just... It's just a ridiculous film. Like, monster trucks, like, if they were a horror movie. Like, that's yeah. what this is. Pretty much. I, so, I, I, I get it, I get it, but there's so many good movies left in the I board. know. So we'll go over Ronald mentions in a second. Let me just read off our lineups. So mine is The Strangers, The Descent, Zombieland, Hot Fuzz, The Devil's Rejects, and Freddy vs. Jason. Ken, you took Saw, Dawn of the Dead, Paranormal Activity, The Exorcism of Emily Rose, Trick or Treat, and American Psycho. Dave, you took 28 Days Later, Shaun of the Dead, The Ring, Let the Right One In, Wreck, and, uh, well, Record, whatever you want to call it, and The Host. So, uh, some honorable mentions. I'll, uh, throw out Drag Me to Hell, which is, I think, a good movie. A lot of people crap on it, but I like that movie. It's a good movie. Uh, I've never seen Ginger Snaps, but I've heard very good things about it. It's a werewolf <laughs> movie. Apparently. Yeah, I don't, I don't love werewolf movies. Uh, Pan's Labyrinth, we mentioned, all three of us, and none of us took it. <laughs> yep. uh, Slither, Ken, you said you like this movie? Fucking love Slither. Absolutely love Slither, and I tell you why, it's a gore fest, and it's just a ton of fun. You should definitely watch it. It's super it's, fun. Uh, Elizabeth Banks, I think, is in this, right? She's yeah. yeah. Jenna Fisher's also in it, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jeepers Creepers, like uh, like Dave mentioned. I, I wouldn't draft it, but it is a good movie. It's the great. First, the first one is actually is, is good. The yeah. first it, one is Really weird monster too. Oh, it, it's just totally. It's very unsettling. Uh, we just we could just say teeth and move right along. Uh, Cloverfield, <laughs> Cloverfield. I've never seen, but Cloverfield was one of those movies that revolutionary, had revolutionary. A, a big campaign with it. Like it was like, oh my god, like what is? And I heard like the payoff wasn't very good, but I saw it in theaters and it was a ton of fun. I wouldn't good. like if you're gonna watch it at home, it's not as fun. You got to watch it in the big screen. It's one right. of those movies. Uh, I've never seen 1408, but it's gotten a lot of good reviews. Good. What's it about? Like, what is it? Samuel L. Jackson. It's a hotel room. It's haunted. It's, it's it's fun. It's it's just a lot of like good, just a horror. Like it's just like kind of creepy. That's what it is. It's is pretty good. The one is Tony Shalhoub in this one? No, I don't remember. I, uh, John Cusack. Yes. It's oh, John okay, Cusack. John Cusack. So I'm thinking of not Tony Shalhoub. Uh, all right. So uh, I also put Planet Terror and Death Proof on here. Back to back, baby. You got some Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez. I love both of these movies. Planet Terror is a higher one for me because it's zombies and it's got Fergie in it, I'm pretty sure. Um, great film. Interesting. At the um, beginning, she gets killed. Spoiler. Uh, Snakes on a Plane, I did unironically put on this list. It's definitely scary. I'll give you that. It's a, it's a movie, that's for sure. Uh, as much as Dave derides it, I put Open Water. That movie blows. I'm sorry. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> uh, and then the only one other one I had in here was The Others, which is uh, Nicole Kidman, I believe. Is it? No, is that? No, it's Naomi Watts. Who is it? Yeah, it's is Nicole it? Kidman, yeah. She was also in The Hours, and that was the one she won the Oscar for. But, the, the other's yeah. pretty good. It's it's yeah. spooky, ghosty. Like, it's pretty good. Yeah. So that's my mentions. Cam, what else you got? 
Um, so I've got some ones that are probably not mainstream. Um, I've got three films here. So one film, uh, One Hour Photo with Robin oh, Williams. that's right. That yeah. movie is awesome. And it is a psychological thriller, like horror movie. Essentially, this guy develops films, family and falls in love with the wife. It's really, really good. Yeah. Um, I, I do like Robin Williams in his dramatic roles a lot. And that's one of his like weirder roles he's ever been in. Um, another one I have is called Grave Encounters. It is a Canadian film, and it's like a found footage for like. You ever seen like those ghost adventure uh, TV shows where it's like they're like bros in the dark looking for ghosts? Oh my god, dude! I have seen Grave Encounters. I yeah, love Grave Encounters. Yeah, that movie's dope. I it's watched that movie in college. It scared the shit out of me. Yeah, it's absolutely dope. If you haven't seen it, there's a second one that's pretty good too. But I love that movie. Um, and then I'm gonna go straight up weird, like foreign film that I think everyone should watch, but it is kind of like a gore fest and really just unsettling. It's called it's a movie called Martyrs. Um, yep, this movie is disturbing to say the least. And essentially, I'll just give you just a quick synopsis. Um, basically, these people are tortured to the close near di- like brec- uh, brink of death, and um, apparently, there's something in the light of your eyes when it goes out that is like it gives people life. It's really, really weird. Um, I would just give it a shot because it's beautifully shot and it, the special effects are ridiculous and it will creep you out for like days and days and days. That sounds it. Just looking at the description there. Uh, Dave, you got any honorable mentions? Uh, I'm just going to run through a, a few. I mean, we we said Final Destination. That, that would have gone to some points. I don't think it's on the list that we have. Like, I think it's below all the ones we took. But uh, The Mist and Session 9 on, on Netflix right now, too, is especially. That's Great. pretty Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, that does it for the 2000s. This poll will go up in a... It, this is an unconventional week because we're doing two of these, so this poll will probably go up on Thursday. We're doing the 2010s with Olivia Parole. Olivia's first appearance on the show where Dave will also be here <laughs> because she's only been on for music once before. So, uh, Dave and... It was Olivia. not music. Yes, that's right. That's right. Dave, uh, Dave tends to stay away from the music once. But uh, anyway, that'll do it for this episode. Ken, thank you for joining us. Where can we find you? Um, so I am a co-host of a podcast called the JKLOL Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at the at JKLOL Podcast. Um, you can find me on Twitter at the Walking Ken 23 I am constantly screaming into the void of politics, so feel free to follow me and call me a snowflake. See you there. <laughs> Dynamite. Um, anyway, uh, thank you for joining us, Dave. Where can we find you? You can find me at David Rascalbiani. Perfect. I'm at Jacob underscore Morocco. The podcast is a CSL podcast on Twitter. Go look at our stuff on CSLpodcast.com. We got stuff from the Lost Boys and the Elite 2 over there as well. My other two podcasts. Go check those out. Um, and our next episode, like I said, is on Thursday. Olivia Peralta joining us to do the 2010s as we close out our month of horror movie drafts. So keep it locked then, and we will talk to you later in the week. <laughs>